I am not a werewolf, but I am your host, Scott O'Dell, joined by host Cordy Jorgensen, who Scott, is sound here. Like, sound like you forgot your name there for a second. I did. <laughs> well, I was looking at you, and then you were... I'm back! Cody's back. We're also joined by host Peter Evans. Hello. Uh, it should be noted we're also joined, joined by co-host, special guest oh. host, Mabel Jorgensen, who is currently asleep in in her little we, She's making there. her first uh, appearance, maybe, On but maybe not her first... I, I suspect. Noise. I yep. There are the eyeballs. Uh, so just, I think we might be dozing, but there might be a little. She's probably less distracting than the party next to us. You know, they are getting down over there. It, uh, it is a Monday night as we record this. Yeah, right. Our private good, room is having a nice. It's probably a pretty good event. idea to be open on Mondays, don't you think, Scott? Yes, I do. <laughs> and if you want to have a corporate event on a Monday, and yeah, you need a game guide. You can in. email Scott at spielbound.com or Ali at spielbound.com to reserve. A room and or get a game guide for your corporate event or your friend event. For sure. I will moderate Werewolf for you guys. I enjoy watching you moderate Werewolf. I I really don't like that game, but I do enjoy watching a group of like a a group of coworkers play you moderating that game because it goes like it it it's so there it's so obvious who how everybody feels about everybody in an office environment like it's all yes it's so stock the office politics the relationships are there at the beginning and to watch them sort of melt away and and you find out who has the personality in the office and like yeah it's fun to watch that happen yeah who's the one everyone suspects right off the bat (laughs) oh yeah yeah it's always a guy yep I've, the loudest guy gets murdered immediately. The women always target the one or two men that are there. <laughs> <laughs> so I did I did a werewolf with my wife's new team because she just got a new job. And, um, you know, a team of 10 or 11 people. And she got werewolf the first time. And she just demolished them. Like, she's really good at that game, apparently. Playing with people who had never played before. But, of course, there was a one girl who got accused and she just could not hold it together. And just could not keep a straight face. Yeah, and of course, good. the office mom and dad got nominated by Cupid to be in love. And all right, so what have we been playing? Who wants to start? Uh, I'll start. What uh, are you been playing, Cody? Uh, you know what? I played a new one uh, today. Caleb gave me a game, um, and it was the first time I ever played a solo game. And it's a solo only game. He didn't give me a game. He well, Mabel was there, right? He loaned me. Uh, Mabel was there, weren't you, Mabel? I've never played a solo game. What, what's the solo game? So it's called A Coffee Roaster and is a solo only game. It's a reprint from about five or six years ago, I think. The original artwork for it looks like um, uh, Schoolhouse Rock a little bit. Like there's a lot of primary colors. And so um, Stronghold <laughs> Games did a, they're doing what they call premium solo games where they're, re, they're reworking the art and maybe a little bit of the gameplay. I is don't it think they one player only? Gameplay. It's one player only. So uh, clearly designed by somebody who uh, is at least uh, an, an amateur coffee roaster, um, but probably in the profession, there was a lot of love for coffee roasting. So it was it was a bag builder, um, and you like Viva Java. Uh, Viva Java's not a bag builder. Like you put beans in a bag. 
This is like Orleans or like. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like fully you're, you're building okay. a, de- a bag of, of beans and they're roasting inside of the bag in each round. There's a roast meter in each round. They, they go up in level and you're trying to achieve a particular roast. And it's, it's honestly, there's a lot of deep cut terminology from roasting, like first crack and second crack. Like there's stuff from roasting. The person who did it really likes roasting and they really serve the coffee. There's an informational sheet. What's this uh, game called? Coffee Roaster. Okay. And the, new, the, the new art, it looks really good. So I, that's going to end up in our library. We've been having a discussion about one player games. putting one-player games in because, you know, sometimes people come looking for a group and maybe they can't find a group. But if we had some, some quality one-player games. So the gameplay was interesting. It honestly played in about 10 minutes. You could play up to three rounds, but I did so... You there what? she is. You what now? Uh, because I was so bad at it, I played two rounds and called it a day. Um, so yeah, it, it, coffee roaster really, yeah. I, I know solo gaming is a whole subgenre of the hobby. Oh my god, we're gonna take a time out, mates. This game was designed by Sashi, and only Sashi. No, no, no. Two names here, just oh, a one name designer. There we go. It's like That's... the uh, sting of the board game design world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I found it very interesting, and I rather than learning it from rule books, I just watched some uh, how to plays. Which you I watched just, someone else play a one. I did. Game. I literally watched somebody <laughs> play it, and I was like, okay, now I know how to play it. And then I had to look up a couple of, of rules once I started playing it because there was nobody there to look rules lawyer for me. Is this like going to a movie by yourself? Felt a lot like that for sure. Yes, I'll, I want like to try going to a movie game. with a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, your your movies are done for a while until you get some babysitting. Uh, yeah, I'm, really, I'm looking forward to Star Wars coming out uh, on DVD so that I can watch it. Oh, I was like, there's another Star Wars movie coming out? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the one from Christmas. Peter, what, Peter, what have you been playing? Uh, we've been playing quite a few games of Maracaibo here lately. Oh, gosh, do we have to talk about Maracaibo? Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we can. Uh, do you want to save that one for a longer segment later? No, or? no, no. Okay, no, Scott. Scott's not as big a fan. I've played it. Cody wants to crap on it. And he's never even played it. Uh, <laughs> no, this is that's uh, true. <laughs> one, of the, one of the later later games from uh, Alexander Pfister. Uh, Who I like as a designer, for the record. I mean, his name is Pfister. It's a pretty awesome name. Silent P. Maracaibo is a game where you are traveling around the Caribbean, uh, and you are collecting goods as you go, and... You can travel one to seven spaces, uh, and when you make it around to the other end, other end, the round ends. So uh, it ends for everyone. So if everyone else is not traveling fast enough, they may not make it to the the last battle uh, at the la- final space. So it it is definitely a point salad type game. Point there are lots game. of ways. The you mechanic can, is you hand can management. It's hand management. It's hard to do multiple, have multiple different things. I don't know what the term for that is. I'm sure there uh, is they're one. not not really multi-use cards, but the yes, they, they are. No, they I have mean, really, they they're used for three different things. They have well, that's true. They are they are multi-use cards because they've got they they have resources on the sides. Uh, they're they're more for qualifying for. But yes, they they are the goods as well. So, so yes, the, they are multi-use. The cards. Odell factor is two point six. The lower the the worse factor yes. which is which is relatively it's pretty low so the games do above three is pretty good long uh, that uh 
But there's a story mode that you can do for it, and I've found that's actually made it a lot more interesting. I don't think I would play the base game again. Even if I'm teaching brand new players, I'd pull out one of the story modes so that each round something different is happening. I, I don't want to crap on the game, but the, the theme is bad. And if the theme is like I'm, I'm all for you know pushing cubes around, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Like a big part of this game is doing combat, and it looks like a pirate game, but it's really a privateer game because the combat is against little chits, and I don't, you know, there's not a lot of player interaction. The race aspect could be fun if I the race was actually a race, but the first person to go around the Caribbean once and there's four rounds, then everyone else gets another turn. So that usually means, and, and people can only go a certain number. It's not like Glenmore where you could just completely skip around and, and right. yeah, go all the way back. The most. I, I don't, it feels like the systems are pretty well put together in terms of how they interact. Like a lot of point salad games, like it feels a little bit like a Lacerda, but I don't know. I just I, it's not fun to me. Well, I've played it four times now, <laughs> and every single time I have gone with a completely different hand strategy. So I, that's the part I have enjoyed. I have been able to sit down and you know not do the same thing each time. Uh, this last time I came up with a strategy of going after soldier cards, which uh, came up really well for me. I was able to you know do a bunch of the battles, and then I got very lucky at the end that. What do the soldier the, cards do? So the, the soldier cards increase your uh, money that you get at, for every round for your income. And on top of that, every time you battle, you gain an additional combat strength. So it, uh, it, I, it was yeah. a nice combo. I ended up getting three of those and then ignoring almost everything else just for combat. And yeah, I've played it thrice. And you guys were playing it on President's Day when Cody walked in. And we both kind of were like, ah... And then we, we grabbed Era off the shelf and we learned that game. And I enjoyed that a lot more. We'll talk about that one later. Yeah. I don't know. It's People like this game. I just, what I said to Cody under my breath when I was watching you guys play, is I was like, this game's not going to be, be played in three years. Like, no one will remember this game. Yeah, I don't think it's going to have anywhere near the impact the Great Western Trail did. Uh, yeah, people, it, people went crazy about that game for a I couple mean, months. It's definitely, you know, scoring higher than Blackout Hong Kong did for a lot of people. Um, I, I just of all the of all the themes available, I don't know why we're still boating around the Caribbean. The theme is, like, was terrible. Yeah, like I yeah, think that's it, one of the things that was good about Great Western Trail is like you're, you're like cattle driving, which is interesting and new. Like pick a pick a random job from 150 years ago and make it about that. Like make it yeah. about shoe. Yeah, shoe this would have been a better cobbler cobbling. game. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I want I want a cobble. Well, there is Cooper Island that just came out. I don't know if that's about barrel making yet or not, because I haven't yeah. to play it yet. I don't know. I'm not trying to hate on the game, and certain people seem to like it, but you know, I've I think I won two out of the three times I played, and like I had no, I, I was just dead. Like it didn't feel good. It didn't feel like there was any real player interaction. You can't block people's spots out. You can't. And you know, the first time I played, I think I was the one who ended the game. And then when on the final round, there's four rounds. You go around the Caribbean four times. When you go to the the in the in the round spot, you everyone gets one more turn, and then you get five points, and everyone gets one more turn, and then you get three points. So people get two more turns in the last round, and so it's not a valid strategy to really end the game. So then you're just 
it, it almost feels like they played like near and above in those games and they're like we want to have a story and so we want to have a story mode but like to do that you have to have good art an interesting theme and a good story <laughs> I don't know I don't know we've talked about it too long I don't want to show on a game that seems like you enjoyed did you enjoy it yeah you know I've had a lot more fun with it the last couple times the first time I played you did it better right well I improved I yeah. mean it I, I saw the strategy it took me a while the very first time I don't I don't think I did well at all but uh yeah, now that I've seen, uh, you know, some of the strategies you need to go for, and you know, you just can't you can't feel too attached to any of the cards in your hand. Uh, that was my mistake the first time. Was oh, this looks really good. I'm gonna hold on to this for a combo. Well, it you just can't get too attached. You're gonna go through a ton of cards as you go, and it's all about you know finding a strategy and then hunting it out. Scott, uh, what have you been playing? I've been playing a game that has a much better. Odell factor or index or quotient or whatever we're going to call it. Um, it's called Pandemic Rapid Response. Whoa, another Matt Leacock. What is another? Or, wait, this is the first one, and then later it will be another Matt Leacock. So this game, Scott, quotient is seven, so it's nearly triple that of uh, Maracaibo. So wow. it's, a, it's a real. It's, t- it's, it's a, that complicated? Is that heavy? No, the higher the better. The higher means the yeah, quicker the quicker it plays for how heavy it is. Yeah, but 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 I would assume that it would be so light that it would never be able to get to a higher. But quotient. it's real time. Your game could last six minutes. <laughs> it's it's a real. It's okay. a, you have a two minute timer. Okay. And when you start the game, you have, I guess it could be eight minutes. So Peter and I have played. I played it probably five times because it's that short. Um, but in this game, you are playing Pandemic, so you're trying to save cities by getting the appropriate resources by running around a little board and rolling dice. It's Yahtzee rules, um, just like Arrow, which we'll talk about, which is one of the reasons I was like, oh, this is a Matt Leacock game. Um, so you roll and you re-roll your dice, but it's real time. So the thing I like about this game is you need to have quick turns and doesn't matter how efficient your turn is it's better for me to like literally roll my dice twice and do like one little tiny thing and then just be like it's your turn it's your turn than it is to have a good turn because it's just how quick they are uh but you get two minutes on the clock every time you cure a city uh you get another two minutes back on your timer uh but every time your two minutes runs up you lose one of your little things that you got back you get a little token if, when you cure a city so you theoretically if you cure no cities your game's only going to take eight minutes if you lose it will probably take you know 10 to 20 minutes uh but theoretically if you cured one city every two minutes you could run through the entire deck and it could take you an hour you'd probably die of a heart attack but i don't know peter what do you have to say about this game so i've only played it the one time and i I will caveat everything by saying i am not a huge fan of real-time games (laughs) but it was fun (laughs) we i think we may have cheated the last uh, round just to finish it an extra minute once i want to say scott's saying you were playing a real-time game with scott and he cheated i clutching my pearls i would never believe well trivia was literally going on and we're sitting there like rolling (laughs) dice in the middle of trivia Yeah, we were attempting to end the game before tri- trivia got going. Because we were doing good, that the last game takes two minutes longer. seemed to take at least three. It did. Um, it is it is pandemic in real time, very quickly, and like it, your heart feels like it's taking an hour to play, but it's really only ten minutes. Like it's really only fifteen minutes. The box says twenty minutes, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I had seen it played once before, and didn't look like my kind of game. But I I did I did have fun while we were playing. 
Uh, it's not one I've bought, and I probably won't, but uh, if, if there's anybody who wants to play more of a party mode of Pandemic, uh, this is definitely a lot more involved, and uh, you've, you're acting frantically while you're doing it. I think we can wrap up, though, this... Uh, this segment yeah um join us next time when we'll talk about kalis 1303 it's not and maybe even robin of loxley oh robin of loxley that's right yeah we'll talk about that next join us next time i don't think we're going to talk about eclipse the Spielcast is recorded at Spielbound Board Game Cafe in Omaha, Nebraska. You can reach us at spielcast at spielbound.org, or you can always tweet at us at Spielbound with the hashtag Spielcast. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and as always, please give us a five-star rating. Thanks for listening. <laughs>